Today's daf is Kiddushin daf Pei Beis, the very last daf of Masech's Kiddushin and of Seder Nashim. Today's shir is sponsored by Alicia and Daniela Grafler, Zechusser for Shlema, for Zelig Ruuvein Halevi Ben Elka, who's undergoing a procedure today. You should have a Rafur Shlema and everything should go well. We are holding at the bottom of Daf Pei Alpha and Beis at the two dots, about ten lines from the end of the page. So the Gemara is first going to finish up the discussion from the previous Mishnah of Zeyashin Biksuso, that once the, although a father is allowed to sleep in the same bed as his daughter and a mother with her son, but once the child gets a little bit older, each one has to sleep with their clothing. We're going to define what a little bit older means. Then the Mishnah on the top of Pei Beis Amaralv is going to talk about single men and women teaching young children Torah, and it's also going to talk about single men working as, as shepherds, that apparently something changes. Once a person gets married, there's less of a concern for some of these things. And then the last Mishnah in the Masechta famously talks about Jewish jobs. What are the best jobs for a Jewish person to have, and what are the jobs that one should try to avoid? And then the Mishnah is going to shift at the very end into discussing Avram Avinu, and how Avram Avinu learned the entire Torah before it was even given. The Gemara is going to essentially rehash most of what it says in the in the Mishnah, but it's also going to bring up the notion that sometimes the world needs two things, but one is fortunate if he is one of them and not the other. Even though we recognize and acknowledge that the world can't exist without both, we want to, we'd prefer to be in one category and not the other. So let's begin about ten lines from the end of the page on Daf Pei Aleph Ahmed Beis. Higdilu Zayashin Biksuso. The Mishnah had said that once the children get a little bit older, so then everyone needs to be clothed when they're sleeping in the same bed. Vikama, how old is a little bit older? For a girl, it's nine years old. For a boy, it's twelve years old. And some say, no, for a girl, it's twelve. And for a boy, it's 13. Both of them is only if they're physically maturing. That this uh, this is only true if she's uh, if she's not going to be embarrassed to stand unclothed in front of him. Once she already reaches the stage where she would be embarrassed to stand unclothed in front of him, at that point it's going to be it's going to be usher. At that point, it's uh, they're not allowed to sleep in the uh, in the same bed with uh, without without their clothing. The girsa of the of the riff is the opposite. The Ramam is our girsa, and our girsa is the Pashtal Sechora. The riff has the opposite girsa. The lo shanu That the Isser to sleep with, uh, with one's older daughter in the bed is only if she's embarrassed But if she's not embarrassed, even if she's a gadola, then it's mutter to, uh, to to sleep with her. So uh, meaning even if she, she is a gadola. So my time, well, what's the reason that once she's uh, once she's older that the assumption is that uh, that that that, that uh, why is it once she's embarrassed to be only the fun of our room, that it's going to be Asr, because Yetzir Albisha, that's when we assume that the Yetzir Hara is already, uh, is, is already in play, and therefore we have to avoid these things. Rav Achabar Abba went to his son-in-law of Chista's house, and he took his daughter's daughter, I mean he went to his son-in-law and daughter's house, and he took his daughter's daughter and sat her on his lap. 
So the son-in-law said, don't you know that I gave her over for Kiddushin? And if I gave her over for Kiddushin, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be taking her on your lap. So he says, well, you, if you really gave her over for Kiddushin, then you violated Rav. You're not allowed to give her over for Kiddushin until she grows up and she says that she's interested in marrying this person. You can't give over Bitcha Ketana for Kiddushin. So he says, Oh yeah, well, Marnami, Avaleyad Shmuel. Well, you violated Shmuel. Dhamr Shmuel, in Mishtamish and Bisha. Shmuel says, You're not allowed to be Mishtamish Bisha. It's also for a person to, uh, to, to have such a close connection with a, with a woman and to use a woman for any sort of service like this. He says, I hold like the other sheet of Shmuel, Dhamr Shmuel, Hakol L'Shem Shemayim. That Shmuel says that Hakol L'Shem Shemayim, meaning that if one is not doing this L'Shem Kurva, then it's all going to be it's all going to be mutter. So a couple of things emerge over here. First of all, that apparently there's a difference from before the girl is married and after the girl is married. Because he says, Los Iktisha, don't you hold that once she's given over for Kiddushin? And he never disputed that point. He just disputed why in the world did you give her over for Kiddushin? Right? So apparently something changes once she's married. The Rambam in Yisribiya Parakhafalakhazain writes that once she's Niseis, the daughter's Asr to sleep with her father Bikir of Basar. So Magamisha says that it's a little bit strange that the Rabbim chose the word Niseis because over here in our Gemara was that he gave her over for Kiddushin. So Magamisha says you have to say that the Rambam is Lavdafka when he says Niseis. He really means Shenis Arsa, like the Pashtus of Lashon the Gemara, because why would, why would he change it? And the Shulchan Aruch and Ebn Ezra, Sibn Chafal of says Shenis Arsa that if she has Eris and even without Nisuin. However, the Mishnah Melech and Sota in Hilchasot Paragal Valacha Gimel says that the Ramam Dafka chooses to say Niseis because he assumes that the whole reason that it's Asr after she gets married is because she's considered a Gedola. That, uh, and that's only when she's Niseis that she's considered to be a Gedola. Rav Moshe explains in the Tshuva in Ebenezer Chelkal of Simon Samach that, uh, that, that, that the reason for the Yisr is because of Chshash Hirhur since she's already Omedes Latashmish. She's already at the stage in her life where she's going to be having Tashmish. Well, that stage only happens Kishanises. At, at Erisin, a girl is not yet having Tashmish. And that's why the Ramam assumes that when the Gemara says uh, Iktisha, that it was based on Kiddushin, that's really Lavdafka. It's not about the Kiddushin, it's really about Nisuin. So uh, the second point over here is Hakol Lashem Shemayim. The Mishnah had said that as long as you're not doing it Lashem Kurvas Ishus, you're doing it purely Lashem Shemayim, then it's going to be Mutter to be Mishtamish Bi So Tosla says that's what we're Samechan. When we are mishtamish binashim bismanazet, those dibur maschalak kol in the top tosfos, and the Ritva writes the same thing as well. That that's the halacha that if a person knows that he's uh, that he's totally l'shem shemayim, meaning that he's not uh, doing this l'shem korva whatsoever, he's allowed to be medaberim erva lishol b'shlomeshasish. He's allowed to have a civil conversation with a married woman, just like we find that Rabbi Yochanan was yoshev b'sharei tvila, and he wasn't worried about the yitzar hara. The Gemara brachas tavchav 
says, and we find in the Gemara Meseches Ksubis and Daf Yudzayin that Ravada Bar Ava would take the Kala on his shoulders and would dance with her because he was certain that it wouldn't lead to any sorts of Hirhurim. Very difficult because it's not an objective standard, meaning it's, a, it's somewhat subjective. Each person has to know themselves what will lead them to Hirhurim and what will not. But this, uh, in this area, in this category of uh, being Mishtamish Beisha, where there apparently is some, some leeway depending on what a person's attitude is and what a person's Yetzirah, how robust a Yetzirah he has. It's interesting because we find that the greater the people, the more we're willing to be Mekel, right? The great Rabbi Yochanan is able to sit al Sharei Tevil, Rabbi Adabarav is able to take the, the woman on his shoulders. Normally we assume Kala Gadol Mechavero Yitzor Gadol Emenu, but still we work with the assumption that somehow be, these uh, great people are completely L'Shem Shemayim. The Ramah writes uh, in, in Avnezer Simul Chaval V'Yesh Omrim that anyone who doesn't do it Darachiba L'Shem Shemayim is Mutter. And the Bach quotes from the Marshal that that's why the Minig is to be Merakedim Akala, to dance together with the Kala at a wedding as a way of being Mechavval Baila. And the Marshal says that a Tamil Chacham should try to be more Machmir on this because it's uh, unbecoming of a Tamil Chacham to dance with the Kala. But that's what the Achorim talk about when they talk about the Hasidish Mitzvah Tans, where uh, it's not Mamish holding the Kala's hand, but that the Rebbe will uh, hold one under the Gartel or whatever. That some say that that seems so uh, inappropriate. So this, this is the source that they bring. That as long as Hakala Shem Shemayim, that's a heter for the general rule of Ein Mishtam Shembisha. Good. New Mishnah at the top of Pei so from a single man should not teach young children Torah and a woman should not teach young children Torah the Rambam and in Paskins that a man well let's let's actually see the next line first Reb Lazar Omer not only can a single man not teach Torah to young children, even someone who doesn't have a wife cannot teach Torah to young children. So we're going to have to, the Gemara is going to discuss what does that mean, doesn't have a wife? Does it mean that, uh, that, 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 that uh, a Ravik is someone who was never married? So Ein Loisha is someone who's not currently married. Do we mean not currently married? Or do we mean that his wife is not currently with him? That's going to be a discussion in the Gemara. But anyway, the Rambam Paskins, that it's us for a man who doesn't have a wife to be Melami Tinokos, and only if he's married and his wife is in the city is he allowed to teach. She doesn't have to be in the house, but she at least needs to be in the city. So Magam Mishnah quotes two possibilities of who the Rambam is Paskining like in our Mishnah. I mean, the Rambam says that he's got to be married, but that his wife doesn't have to be with him. She just needs to be in the city. So one possibility is he's passing like Reblaza that the Isser is even for someone who's Ein Ishto Shruya Etzlo that his wife is not Shruya Etzlo and Shruya Etzlo is defined as being in the in the same city. She doesn't have to actually be Babayas. That's the Geder of what we would call Shruya Etzlo. Why would the Rambam be passing like Reblaza? Generally, Machlok's Chaman and Reblaza you think to pass like the Chachamim? Because the Gemara is going to have a discussion of Reblaza's Shita. That's what the Kassim Mishnah writes uh, in Hilchstalmut over there, that when the Gemara discusses one Shita and not the other, sometimes that leads you to believe that that's how we're leaning in Pesach Halacha. But then the Magnum Mishnah says there's an, another possibility. Maybe the Rambam is passing like the Chachamim. And when, uh, when, when, in, 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 when they're, they're on, uh, uh, the, the, that which uh, they're Cholik and their Matir is only by, uh, by, by, a woman, uh, by a married person whose wife is not Shriya Etzlo, where she's uh, Bebeis 
Misa and not and not with him in the school. That's what Reb Lazar says. Also in the Chacham Ramatir. But when you have a man, his wife is not even in the city, even the Chachamim would say that it's Asr. And the Magamisha says that's the Pashas in the Rambam, that he's passing like the Chachamim, but uh, the Chacham are only Mekil if the wife is, uh, if, if the wife, the, the wife is, uh, is, is at home, but at least in the same city. When she's not in the same city, even the Chachamim would have been Machmir. And in fact, the Rif also Paschals like the Shita of the Chachamim, or at least seems that way because he doesn't even quote the whole Gemara's discussion about how to understand understand Rebbe Lazar. Why would he not quote the discussion about how to understand Rebbe Lazar? It must be because he paskins like the Chachamim. Later, Achronim say that if it's a hard, you're having a hard time finding qualified teachers, Sherei Knesset Gedola writes, that now the minig is to be mekel, because otherwise we would never find Malamdim Kefiat Tzorech, and it's a Gezer Shein Rova Tzibur Yechalun Amudba. So nowadays we allow single men to be Rebbeim of, uh, of children. But uh, then the next halach in the Mishnah we had said is that a, a woman also should not, teach, uh, should not teach children. Now it doesn't say a single woman, it just says a woman at all. And that's what the Kesem Mishnah points out, from the fact that it doesn't say Ravka, a single girl, Sounds like even a married girl should not be a Malami Tinokos. That for a man, it's only if he's single, but uh, but a woman shouldn't be a Malami Tinokos at all. So the Drisha just raises the question that we, one of the Heterim of Yichud is Baila Beir. So why can a married woman not be Malami Tinokos? You have Baila Beir, he knows exactly where she is, he knows where, where to find her. So that's a discussion in the Nosek Kalim on the side of the Shulchan Aruch, what exactly this din by the woman is. Vaita the Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda Omer Lo Yira Ravak Behema. A single guy should not be a shepherd. Two single men should not sleep in the same talus. They should not sleep under the same the same talus. The Gemara Sanhedrin, Dafchaf, says that in Rabbi Yehuda's generation, there was shisha tamid chachamim mischasim b'talus achas, that they, uh, they had very little in terms of material wealth, but they had a lot in terms of, uh, in terms of, uh, of avas chaverim, and they, uh, and, they, and they were all able to share six, six people under one talus. So the Radal makes that connection. That's, that's why Rabbi Yehuda was thinking along those lines, because it was a common thing that people would have to share a talus. So you say, no, no, two people can't sleep in the same talus. Pashto says he would hold more than two is okay, because then they'll watch over each other, and that's why they had six betalus echas. The, uh, the, 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 the Shoshar Ludavid is medayik. It doesn't say biksus echas. It doesn't say with one cloth, with one piece of cloth. It says talus echas. Talus normally implies an, an outer garment, an upper cloak over one's regular clothing. So that's what Shoshar Ludavid suggests, that betalus echas might mean that even if they're wearing their own pajamas, even if everyone's wearing their own their own clothing, they still shouldn't share a blanket. That two single people shouldn't share a uh, a blanket when uh, when yeshivas go on trips and things like that and they have to stay at hotels. So sometimes they, uh, they they'll double up the kids in the rooms that they'll have uh, these uh, whatever these queen or king size beds and they'll have the, uh, the the boys sleep in the. So they should always ask for a second blanket. That would be that would be the better thing to do. I asked for Shechter once when we were going on a trip whether. Uh, I should say something. He said, "Better not to bring it up at all. Better not to uh, to, to to draw attention to the to the whole uh, the whole Indian." Okay, says the Gemara. My time. What's the reason that a single guy should not uh, teach children Torah? If it's because we're afraid of what he's going to do with the children. The Jew, a stam Jew who's uh, assumed to be kosher, is not assumed to uh, to stumble in the areas of Mishkav Zachar or Mishkav Behema. 
So why would we, we not allow him to teach children Torah? We're not worried about Mishkav Zachar, that is Rachman al-Sun, he's a pedophile or something. No, the reason a single guy should not teach Torah is because of the mothers of the children. That the mothers of the children are going to come to drive carpool, they're going to come to parent-teacher conferences, he's going to develop a relationship with the mothers. And the mother, we're afraid of developing a relationship with the fathers of the children. Then Rabbi Lazar disagreed with Chama and said, not only a Ravak, even someone who doesn't have a wife. So what does that mean, someone who doesn't have a wife? A Ravak means someone who is never married. Mishen Loisha means someone who currently doesn't have a wife. Now what does that mean, currently doesn't have a wife? doesn't mean that he's currently not married because his wife died or he's divorced. Or does it mean that he does have a wife, he is married, it's just that his wife is not with him right now. That even if he is married, but his wife is not with him, so he should not teach young children Torah. Rabbi Yudah says he's not even allowed to be a shepherd. The Bryce tells us that the Chachamim disagreed with Rabbi Yehuda. They said that uh, you don't have to worry about... Uh, uh, about people doing such things that uh, Jewish people are not suspect of violating Isurim of Mishkav Zachar nor Isurim of Mishkav Behema. New Mishnah, last Mishnah. This is one of the most famous Mishnahs in Shas, probably. Kol lo Someone who has dealings with women should not have yichud, should not violate yichud with women. All the Rishonim are bothered by the Kasha. And if you don't have dealings with women, if you work in a profession where you're not dealing with women all the time, then you're allowed to have yichud with women? We just learned the Mishnah Pam base. No one is allowed to have yichud with women. So what is this business? Kol That's the Kasha all the Rishonim say. So Rashi says, no, because in the previous mission we said, a man is not allowed to have yichud with two women. Two women is a problem, implying that more than two women he's allowed to have yichud with. Ob comes this mission and says, but if his whole business is with women, then even alone with more than two women is going to be a problem. Even with Shalosh Varbanashim is going to be a problem. Tulsus disagrees. Tulsus says, no, no. If a man is not allowed to be alone with two women, it means he's also not allowed to be alone with three women, with four women. And that's for everybody. That's not just for someone who's Asaka Vimanashim. So that can't be what we're adding over here. And therefore, Tulsus says, no, Misha Asaka Vimanashim, it means we're that even normally there's a heter when a man's wife is with him so we're making he's allowed to be alone with two women but this guy even when his wife is with him we're not going to be makal that's how Tulsa says the Radal just points out that's very difficult his wife is with him and we're still not going to trust him we really think he's going to mess around right in front of uh, right in front of his wife so the Radal says it, it would have been more mistaver to say that even if the woman's husband is beir normally there's a heter of Baila Be'ir. So, so, so one might have suggested that if the, this guy is Asaka Vimanashim, then he's not allowed to have Yichud with a woman even when her husband is Be'ir. Why? Since he's always dealing with women, 
that would be an example of libogaspa. That would be an example where he has a comfort level with women that would uh, that, that that would counter the uh, the the, the ear um, trepidation that's created by bailabir. So that that would have been more mistaver. The Radal writes the Ramban and the Ritva suggest that Misha Asakavim Menashim is considered a parutz. He's considered to be chashur al arayos. And we learned previously that prutzim afilu asar. Even if there are ten men, you're not allowed to trust them with the ichud. Maybe that's what it's saying. Not that even if there are more women, but even if there are more men, if you have a lot of people who are asakavim Menashim, they're not allowed to be alone with a uh, with a woman. But the Rush quotes from Rabbeinu Chananel that Adrab, we're getting it all backwards. It's saying that someone who's osik with women is would be more kal than someone else. And one would have thought that since he's so he's tarred b'malachto, this is what he does. It's his profession. He's not thinking along these lines. He's not thinking about taivas and everything else. He's thinking about making a living. So one might have thought that there's no isri yichud for such a person. So that's what the mission is coming to tell me. That there's still an isri yichud even for a person like this. Even for someone who's osek im hanashim. The Ramah in Simchavesef quotes Shittas Rashi. That is usher, someone who deals with women constantly is usher to be alone with three women with four women. The uh, Shittas tells us that even if his wife is with him, the Ramah doesn't bring at all la halacha. The Taz wonders, he says, at least to be choshesh for Tosos? But no, apparently not. The Ramah is not even choshesh for Shittas and Tosos. Okay, says the Mishnah further, A person should not teach his, uh, his child a feminine uh, or, or a, a women-related uh, field. A person, when trying to figure out what profession to teach his child, he should teach him one that's clean and easy. Uh, and you dive into uh, that everything will work out because it's not, there's no such thing as a high paying profession and a low paying profession there's God deciding to bless someone and God deciding not to bless someone there is no profession where there aren't both poor people and rich people it's not the poverty or the wealth that comes from the chosen profession it all depends on a person's zuchus. Tulsus points out the zuchus can't really mean zuchus over here. It must mean mazel because the Gemara Ma'ikot and Dav Chavches says b'ni chaye umezoni are are not tali in zuchus. They're tali b'mazel. So mezoni is tali in mazel. It's hard to say that it's zuchus. Tulsus Rush says that the Mishnah uses lashon zuchus because it's uh, it's it's it means if he's zochet have a mazel tov, but it doesn't mean zuchus in the sense that when you do more mitzvos, then it's a guarantee that you're going to make more money. And if you do less, we'd have a lot more tzaddikim, if, uh, if that were true. But, uh, but a lot of times, uh, people, people uh, are rishayim, and they do plenty well um, in, in the material sense. A lot of times, people are tzaddikim, and they don't do so well in terms of making money. It's mazel, it's not zuchus. So the word zuchus over here is a little bit of lavdafka, zuchus. Um, the uh, the the Pharisee Saul in the Mishnah says that over here zuchus is milashim kinyan that like zachin adam so it's uh, that a person it all depends on what Kodesh Baruch is makinet to him but it's not about zuchus in the in the sense of a merit. Rabbi Shimon Elazar Omer says I'll prove it to you. you. Ever see a beast or or a bird that has a profession? They didn't respond to and yet somehow they have what to eat. 
and they're put on this earth to serve me. I'm here for a much higher purpose, to serve the Ribbon So for sure, I should be able to have Parnasa without Tsar. So, but the problem is that I don't always do the mitzvahs, I don't always do what's expected of me, and that's what costs me my Parnasa. A person should not teach his son the following professions. Chamar, a donkey driver, Gamal, a camel driver, Kadar, a potter, Sapan, a sailor, Roa, a shepherd, Vichenveni, a storekeeper, Shumnosan, Umnus Listim. Then when one does these things, these are, uh, these, the, 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 uh, very often people in these professions steal from other people. So uh, you should avoid a profession where it's easy for people to steal and it, there's, it's very enticing for a person to steal. Rabbi Yudom Mishmo, Hachamarin, Ruban Rishaim. Most of the donkey drivers are Rishayim, because they're involved in listos, they, uh, they're, they're involved in highway banditry. Vagamalin, Ruban Ksherin. Most of the camel drivers are Ksherim, because they go where nobody is, out in the midbar. A camel is a, uh, is a desert animal, and therefore they're, and, and they're always afraid that they're going to be attacked and they're, uh, by, by beasts or by, uh, by bandits, and therefore they're always davening, so they're always having to turn to the Ribbon Shalom. That's why they're Ruban Ksherim. Tos Rosh just points out, Lechard is against the Gemara Nida, Nida Daf Yudalit. The Gemara says that Ruch Gemalim are Ruban Rishaim. That most most camel riders are Rishaim. The Gemara over there is talking about in terms of Chashash uh, Hirurim that the way one uh, rides on the camel, the Chamimus of the camel will cause him to have Hirurim. So Tosfos uh, Rush suggests that over there it's talking about people who ride the camel. Over here we're talking about people who are leading a caravan of camels that are schlepping things on their back. But the person is not is not is not riding a camel. Also, he says when the the Gemara over there says that he's a rush, it's only if he's riding one leg on each side of the camel or he's riding without a saddle. But if one rides with a saddle or rides in a way where he's sitting nicely, so then it's not, he's not going to be considered Rishayim. And the Rashba says what the, probably the Pashtas is, that we're talking about different things. Well, we hear we're talking about Ben Adam Lamakom in terms of his uh, reliance on the Ribbon Shalom for his Parnasa, and for that he's Ruben Ksherim. That most of the time he understands that he has to rely on the Ribbon Shalom for his Parnasa. Does he have Taivos? Does he have Yetzir Hara? Does he have, yeah, that probably is worse off in terms of that area of life. But uh, you have to compartmentalize it a little bit to identify where his challenges lie. Hasapanin, the sailors, Ruben Chasidim, because they know that they're at the mercy of the Ribbon Shalom and the conditions of the sea. Tov Shebarov from the Gehenim, probably the most famous line in the Mishnah, the best of doctors are for Gehenim. Rashi says because they're not going to be afraid to be <coughs> sick and, uh, they, and, and therefore they're not Meshar Beliba Lamakom. Ricky Vager points out that may be different. He says, uh, he says, Says that the midatovah shabrofim is midas achzarius. That a doctor has to be a little bit cruel because he knows that patients are going to scream when you give them shots and when you take blood and you're going to have to tell the uh, patients very unpleasant things about what their prognosis is. So you have to have a little bit of cruelty to be a doctor. So tov shabrofim again, and probably it's a reflection of his midos in general that he's uh, that he's somewhat cruel. The Ramban in Torah Adam says that this is not speaking badly of uh, doctors. That uh, the, there's there's no issue to be a doctor. It's just saying that uh, that that that. 
that there's a uh, that one has to be careful when one is a doctor. But uh, but but if a person acts kishura, so he's most of zechusla atzmo, then uh, it's a good thing. He's mekay mitzvah say of and it's a positive thing. A person should try to be a, should, should be a doc- can be a doctor, and it's a wonderful mitzvah to do to help pe- to help people out. Um, the Yad Rama interestingly says tov shabrovim leganim. He says because you're going to be maruch lecholi. Sometimes the doctor doesn't have enough patients to fill the schedule, and he needs uh, he needs money, so he'll uh, make sure to prolong the illness so that he's able to charge more times for more appointments. The Marsha says, no, Tov Shabrofa means it's the attitude of the doctor. The doctor views himself as the Tov. He views himself as the best doctor and as the one that's going to be in charge of the, that's going to make sure that the refuah happens and he doesn't recognize that he's just a Shaliach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's why it's Dafka Tov Shabrofa Mlaganim. The Maral has more of a Maral type of approach. He says a doctor is the only, is the only profession that deals that deals exclusively with the goof. It deals with the body, with the chumrias. Every other profession deals with some level of creativity, some level of uh, ideas. Uh, the, the doctor is not interested in what the patient is thinking, and uh, it's purely dealing with the goof. And that which is connected to the chomer is connected to Gehenim. That's how uh, the Maral explains. Okay, The most kosher of all of the butchers is a partner of Amalek. They explain that based on the idea of Mazel Madim, that a person who's, uh, who's born under Mazel Madim, who has uh, an affinity for blood, so he can go in a number of ways. He could be a murderer, or he could be a shochet. So he's a shutaf, meaning the other side would have been to be a murderer, would have been to be like Amalek. Rabbi Nuray says, forget about all the professions. I'm only going to teach my child Torah. This is uh, an obvious stira the Akron point out to the Mishra and Pirkei Avos that uh, that it's a terrible thing to only learn Torah and not have Malacha because if a person doesn't have Malacha, he's ultimately going to be mevatel from the Torah because he's going to have to feed himself and it's going to be, it's going to cause Averos. So the Marsha says, no, Rav Nuray means that the Torah has to be Keva and the Malacha Arai. But it doesn't mean that he's not going to have any Malacha at all because that would be wrong not to have any, any, any Malacha at all. Pnei Yeshua goes more with the angle that in, in, uh, for, for a very select few, he can have only Torah and his Malacha will be Nasal Yidei But for the majority of people, that's not a good idea to do. The, the Iun Yaakov suggests, no, no, Torah is an umnus, that if a person doesn't have any other profession, he's allowed to take money to teach Torah and to be a rabbi and to do things like that, to be a malame Torah. So that's what he says, if I teach him another umnus, then he's not going to be able to use Torah as the umnus. Then he's going to have to get a job, because then there's no heter to use Torah to take a, a salary from Torah. It's only if I don't teach him another umnus, and all I teach him is Torah, then his whole life he'll be able to stay in Klai Kodesh, and that, that would be a good idea for him. The Briska Rav in Parshchei Sarah just points out that Lachar this is a stira because Rav Meir says um, and the Gemara Nerevin Yud Gimel says Rabbi Nuroi is Rabbi Meir. So uh, so the, the Brisk Rav says something has to give over here. Which which is it? Is it that you're supposed to teach Umnus Nikiyah Vakala or not to teach an uh, Umnus at, at, at all? So uh, the the uh, Brisk Rav connects it to the Machlokas and Masechus Brachas Lamed Hey between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Shimon Ben Yechai 
If a person should learn Torah all the time and assume that his malach will be done by others, or no, a lot of people have tried that and it doesn't work, and a person has to do uh, his job at the time, you know, he has to uh, harvest at the time of harvesting and sow at the time of sowing, and then he'll be able to learn Torah when, it's, uh, when, he, when he has the ability to learn Torah. So he suggests that a select few are able to rely on Rabbi Shmal. Ramayshin Nechuva points out that this whole idea of any Melamedis Bani Ela Torah is Bani when he's still very young. Ramesh says, of course a person has to make a parnasa when he gets older. But who says he has to learn about parnasa when he's a kid? When he's a kid, he has to be focused entirely on Torah. When he gets older, and he has to have the bitachon, that even though he didn't uh, plan his entire life of how he's going to get into Harvard, you know, he didn't plan his entire life of how he's going to set himself up for parnasa in the future, he has to have a bitachon that, that that will work itself out when he gets older, that he'll be able to figure out how to make a, how to make a parnasa, Kodesh Baruch Hu will help him out. But it's impossible, Ramesh says, to be a proper Tamil Chacham if he's working his whole life on an umnus even from a young age. From a young age when it's beneath, when it's a very young son, then he has to be focused entirely on Torah. What's so great about teaching Torah to a child? The schar is there in this world and the next world. Other professionals are not like that. If a person is ill or old or suffering, he's not able to do his job then he'll die of starvation. It will take care of him in his youth and in his old age. We have psukim to indicate that the Torah is there both in his youth and in his old age. And that's what we find by Avram Avinu that even when he got old, he was blessed with everything. And we know that Avram Avinu observed the entire Torah before it was given. And Mishnah says it about Avram, doesn't say it about all the other Avos. A lot of times Achronim work with the assumption that the same is true of the other Avos because he taught his children to behave like he did. But that's the assumption at least that Avram Avinu was Shomer Kola Tarakula Nitna, which leads to a lot of interesting discussions in the Achronim. One, the Achronim asks, how come he didn't give himself a bris mila until HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him to do so? So they say, well, because that would be an Isra of Chavah you're not allowed to just wound yourself. So since he wasn't mitzuva yet, he had to wait till he was uh, till he was mitzuva. The Mishnah Mel famously asks in Prashas Rachim, "What did he do about Shabbos? If he was a Ben Noach, he's not allowed to keep Shabbos. And if he's keeping all the mitzvahs, he has to keep Shabbos. So what does he what does he do about Shabbos? So that there are like eleven answers to that question. The the Baliatosis on the Torah ask, "How is he allowed to marry?" Hagar HaMitzvah, it's also to marry a mitzvah until Dar Shlishi from the Gerus. So how is he allowed to marry Hagar? Okay, maybe he had a din of a ger. Maybe, uh, maybe he was uh, he, he, uh, he only, he married her before he started observing all the mitzvahs. Different answers that are given. They ask how, how is Avram, Pnei Shloma asks how is Avram Avinu able to write tefillin and, uh, and, and a Sefer Torah and mezuzah? Halacha is Mishi Yeshnu B'Kshira, Yeshnu B'Ksiva. You're only kosher to write tefillin if you're chayiv in the mitzvah. Avram Avinu wasn't chayiv in the mitzvah, he was volunteering the mitzvah. So he was puzzled to write the tefillin. How could he do the mitzvah of tefillin? 
who's going to write it for him? Who's going to be the sofer that was going to write it for him? All these interesting questions. They suggest on that one that the Gemara says in Sota, Rashi quotes in Chumash, that because Avram Avinu says, Michut his children were Zochet to Tchelis and to the Ritzua Shel Tfilin. So it's, he is considered a Barakshira because he's the cause of the mitzvah of Tfilin, even though he, he's not actually Chayiv in the mitzvah itself. Okay, you got to come up with something. Anyone who's involved with Nashim, it's going to lead to bad things. Kigon, Hatsar from jewelers, Srikim, and people who work with needlepoint, Vanakoros. Vanakoros, people who uh, work with a mill that women are involved are always coming to him. Varochlin and uh, perfume sellers, Vagardim and weavers, Vasaparim and barbers, Vakovsim and uh, launderers, Vagara and uh, bloodletter, Vabalan and a bathhouse attendant, Vaborsiki and a tanner. Ein mehem lo melech lo kohen gadol. Since these are lowly professions, you can't have a melech or a kohen gadol who worked in these professions because people have to have a certain awe and respect for the office of melech and kohen gadol. They're not going to have that. They're always going to say, oh, I remember that guy when he used to be, you know, I know a certain Hasidish Rebbe, I mentioned to someone that had met a Hasidish Rebbe, says, oh, I remember when he used to be a travel agent. You know, and, and not that there's anything wrong with being a travel, but like, uh, it just sounds funny when, uh, when you say that I remember when he used to, so the Rebbe business was a little better. So my time, oh, so what's the reason? It's not that they're puzzled, it's just that people look down on that. There are, there are uh, ten things that are said about us uh, Someone who's 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 a bloodletter. Mahali Chatzido, he walks with a sense of gaiva. Virucho Gasa, he acts with a sense of gaiva. Venitlo Vyoshev, he sits with a sense of gaiva. Veino Tsarin, he's stingy. Veino Roy, he looks badly at other people, doesn't hope for good things for them. Ochalarbe, he eats a lot. Motsi Kima doesn't uh, go to the bathroom much. Vachashel al Arayos, we suspect him on Arayos, fell a gezel and for stealing, al Shriks Dumb and for murder. Darsh Parkapar, Lolmi Lamid Adamus Pro, Umnus Nikia Vakala. Person should always teach his son a clean and easy trade. Mayhi, what is a clean and easy trade? Amr of Yehuda, Machta de Talmayusa. It's a certain type of uh, needlework that, uh, that's a clean and easy trade. Tanya, Rebbe Yomar, Incha Umna Shoveres Mina Olam. There is no profession that will be gone from the world. Asher Misha Roa Sarov Baumna, except for I guess Tolbuth Collector. Asher Misha Roa Sarov Baumna Smaula. Fortunate is one who sees his parents in a uh, dignified profession. Ailo Misha Roa Sarov Baumna Spaguma. But woe unto someone who sees his parents in a in an undignified profession. Even though obviously there are going to be some people that have to fill the undignified professions, but why does it have to be your family? That the world can't exist without perfumers and without tanners. Fortunate is one who gets to be a perfumer and gets to deal with nice smelling things. Unfortunate is one who's a tanner and he smells all day. The world can't exist without boys and girls, without men and women. Fortunate is one whose children are male. Unfortunate are uh, woe unto one whose, uh, whose children are females. The Gra understands this relates to how many grandchildren he's going to have, that a man can marry many wives. So if his children are all boys, they can have many more children than the girls, because a woman can only marry one, uh, one man. But uh, whatever, whatever I just saw, there was an article that was just published about people who have boys uh, statistically um, have a lower divorce rate. And they, they attribute that to men not admitting it out loud, but really deep down wanting to have boys. And therefore, uh, having a 
sense of disappointment whenever, okay, whatever the Gemara means. I don't know what the Gemara means. A person should teach a clean and easy profession of and he should dive into the The Aniyas Hashirus doesn't come from the profession; it comes from he who it comes from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Shnemer liyah kesef liyah zav nu Hashem tzvakos. It's all mine, Hashem says. Reb Shimon Lozomer im reisa miyamecha. Did you ever see uh, an animal that has a profession? Tiny Reb Shimon Lozomer miyamei lo risi tzvi kayat. I never saw a deer that dries fruit for a living. Varisavol or a lion that carries packages for a living. Vishol chenveni or a fox that's a storekeeper. Vehein misvarnas in shlo b'tzar, and yet they manage to have parnasa. Vehein lo nivro l'sham sheni, and they're only here to serve me. Vehein nivresi l'sham ishes koni. I'm here for the ribon shalom. Ma elushlo nivro l'sham sheni misvarnas in shlo b'tzar. If they're only here to serve me, and they have they have no problem with parnasa without any tzar. Vanish shen nivresi l'sham ishes koni, and udin shes parnas shlo b'tzar. I am here to serve Hashem. Should for sure not have any tzar in my parnasa. El sharosi is maisi v'kapachlis parnasasi shem ravanasecha mitu. But it's because I did averos that I cost myself parnasa. Rabbi Nuray Omer Maniach and Nikolumnus Shabaola many milamidus pini el Torah Tanya. Rabbi Nuray Omer Maniach and Nikolumnus Shabaola Shabaola many milamidus pini el Torah. Shekal Umnus Shabaolam eno medeslo el bimei yalduso. That all the other professions are only good for you when you're young. Avol bimei ziknuso when you're too old. Harei mutal berav you end up hungry. Avol Torah eno keno medeslo lo bimei yalduso v'nosanuslo achrus v'tikva beisiknuso. But Torah will be there for a person when he's young and when he's old. This is an exact repeat of the Mishnah. And in fact, normally Bryce expands on the Mishnah. This Bryce is less expansive than the Mishnah, but we're trying to be Messiah Bedavar Tov with the beauty of Torah. Tomorrow we will begin Mesachas Baba Kama. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.